You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. What is up, my Funkaholic family? It's that time again. I know we've been away for a brief moment, but we're ready back, and we are in full swing, guys. It's Funkaholic Fridays with the Pop Fox. Marisol, welcome back. What's up? <laughs> I love this energy right now. It is like coming through the fucking mic right now. <laughs> it's been a minute. I miss you. I know. Same here. I miss you so much. And I'm just glad that we were able to come back together like we always do. You know, life gets in front of us and sometimes we just got to figure out a way to get around it and find each other again. But here we are. Yep. Here we are. Right where we <laughs> So, um, you already know what we do over here, Money Soul. I don't have to remind you, but there is a cheers that we do here at the Funkaholics podcast. So, Money Soul, cheers. Cheers. To another great episode. Yes. I hear your ice rattling around. What are you drinking? Oof. Ah. Uh, I am having. <laughs> <laughs> I should literally send you a picture of what I got going on over here. So I um I'm starting out with I'm starting out with Captain Morgan cherry vanilla with a Dr. Pepper, but then I also, in case my brain starts taking a fart and you have to check me, um <laughs> I also have a Zoa here with some Terramana tequila. So Nando's gonna get Ooh. Nando might get a little crazy. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Nando brought the whole bar in front of him. Right. <laughs> and I literally just sent you a photo of it, so you'll see all the madness going on over here. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Yeah. <laughs> this, he is not joking, guys. He's got, like, the full bottles out in front of him, and he is just ready to roll. I love it. I am. I am so excited. Like I said, I can't tell you enough how much I missed you. Um, it's just, uh, this is a thing that we got to keep going. As I was telling you earlier, um, I recently worked the Albuquerque comic con and it was one of the most meaningful, eventful events that I've ever, um, participated in. And like I told you, your ears must have been ringing because there was some very cool feedback that we received. And I just wish you would have been there, Marisol, so you could have taken it all in, too, because a lot of these people that showed up, they, like, provided feedback. And the cool thing about it is they were naming us. So that tells me that they literally are listening. It wasn't just like, oh, cool, you guys have a good, uh, a really good podcast or I like the episodes that you listen to. No, they were dropping names. They were doing topics. And we have a special request that we'll probably do maybe at the last 10, 15 minutes, but we will bring back pod decks because there was... Uh, yes! <laughs> there was there was one fan that was saying, like, I miss pod, uh, pod decks so much. Please bring it back. So here we are. <laughs> it is so fun. It is so fun. Thank you to that person because we do need to bring back pod decks. 
Definitely, definitely. It's and been- uh, thank, thanks to everyone that had feedback, man. That's so awesome to to hear that people are actually listening and, and digging it. So shout out to you guys. Yeah, it was very cool. It was it was so cool. I mean, I I my smile couldn't get any fucking bigger. But like I was telling you, I was like, that's something that I had really needed because it it we take you know we take time out of our day you know, to, to talk and everything. And, and yeah, we, you know, we have our friendship here and stuff like that. And one thing that I do love so much about this podcast is it's a recording that I can have that I can go back to and be like, you know what, that was such an amazing episode or, you know, it was so much fun talking with that person or that special guest or Funkaholic Fridays with Marisol that now that other people are joining in and following along with us on this journey that we're going through I like I like the the hair on my arms are literally raising up right now. It's just such an awesome feeling. Such an awesome feeling. That really is awesome. That is so 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 good to hear because you know we we literally you know we do this because you know we hope that people listen to it right. But it's not something honestly that you and I ever talk about right. Like we very rarely talk about like oh how many people listen this week or whatever like we don't look at numbers like that. Like we really just do this, get on here and have a good time. So the fact that people are enjoying it and joining in it, that that's like just a bonus, you know? Absolutely. And so that takes me into something that I wanted to talk to you about Marisol. I know there was a post that you had recently put out there about some of the shit that you've been getting back about the Funko community. And I know Funko is always a hot topic uh, no pun intended, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, can you, can you kind of, can you kind of talk about that? So, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, basically like, I, I think I'm sure if you guys have been listening or you follow me on social media, I'm sure that you have seen that, you know, I've kind of gone away from Funko a bit, right? Like I, to, to be, to be honest, like I could, I could tell you fully that like, I've basically, I don't, I can't say stopped collecting it because I'm keeping the lines that I have. And if they release something from those lines, I will still get it, but they just haven't. And I don't think that there'll be many releases to the lines that I carry. Um, so I'm just not a big Funko collector right now, but that does not mean I don't like the Funko community or that I don't like Funko or anything like that. I've just gotten distracted by some other new companies that have been around and, and have put my energy into collecting that. And, uh, you know, I put up a lot of funny, like collecting meme reels and a few of them took some shots at Funko, but always like as a joke, right. Always as a joke. So last week I put up one and it was like, uh, from, it was Jack Torrance from the shining, you know, that it's the one like you see it like all over social media where it's the scene where it's just like zooming in on his face and you hear like the shining music in the background. And I put me when I see people still collecting Funko, like totally to be funny. And like in the caption, I even put like, guys, this is totally meant to be a joke. I couldn't help it. You know, uh, obviously people don't read the caption <laughs> because this was the first time that like, I mean, the reel couldn't have been up for more than 40 minutes, Nando. And it had all these comments on it already. And people were like, Oh girl, like, you know, they're going to come for you. You better watch out. And right away, this person was like, you know, with all due respect, and right away I knew that this was not going to go well. (laughs) Uh, He was like, with all due respect, you should change your name to the Handmade by Robots Fox um, because you clearly don't collect this anymore. And uh, 
it was something like you want to dump all over Funko yet. And then he started like tagging like the hand me by robots account. And he was like, you, he's like, meanwhile, there's a chomp that's only 312 pieces. that's still available after a week on, on hobby DB. And like, you know, really went for the jugular, like really trying to make like, is it like, you know, that was like a personal attack on me or something. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> okay. Uh, I was like, number one, this clearly says that this is a joke. I'm sorry. You didn't read it. I will take it that way. But if you want to get into it, I was like, the difference is, <laughs> is that once it sells out, it'll be done and you won't find it in the dump. And then I was like, oh, why did I, write? I was like, you know, like here I am. <laughs> Here I am stooping to this person's level. Uh, and then they wrote back and they were like, yeah, well, I hope you get that ghost face proto you've been begging Hammy by robots for while you shit all over Funko. And I was like, all right, all right, guy. <laughs> <laughs> he was like going getting real personal. And I was like, all right, guy, calm down again. This is a joke. And then I was like, you know what? I don't want to do this. I did not mean for this to upset anybody. So I deleted the reel and, um, and then I put the post that you're talking about up. So basically I put up a post that was like, look, we uh, all collect different things that, you know, our tastes change over time, but like as a whole, we are a collecting community as a whole. So let's act like it. Like, you know, and then I said, I was like, you know, anything that I have put up here about Funko has been a joke. And I think most of people that follow me get that. I was like, but I've decided that I'm going to stop all that because I don't want to ever make anyone feel not welcome on my page. I don't want anybody to think I have anything against Funko because I don't. I still have a, a very large Funko collection that I don't plan on getting rid of. Um and, uh, yeah. And I was like, you know, but you know, people's tastes are changing as we grow as collectors. It doesn't mean that we should discard somebody who doesn't collect what we collect anymore. And it wasn't just that interaction for some reason, the past couple of weeks, I've, I've just been having conversations with different people and they've been saying that they feel like they want to delete their page maybe because they're just like not in the Funko anymore and they don't want to offend the people that they follow because they just like, they're kind of at a point where they're just really into other stuff and they are not even, they don't even really want to see Funko content, but they're afraid that if they don't like the certain like people's posts and stuff that people will be offended, like just things like that. Like people feeling like they need to delete their account or start a whole new account just because they don't collect the same thing as their followers anymore. And I just thought that aggravated me, right? Like I was just like, nobody should feel like that. Like collectors are collectors, right? It doesn't matter if you collect Hot Wheels or Funko or, you know, designer toys, there's uh, still a collecting aspect to it. I don't feel like you should a feel like it, that would offend somebody. And if it does, then that person's not worth being around because that's just silly. That's very immature. Second, um, you know, it's, it's, I don't feel like somebody should change what they're doing to appease other people, like, especially a social media account, right? Like at that social media account began as something that you wanted and you enjoyed. So you should post the things that you like, you know, and as somebody who's drastically changed the, the, the stuff that they post over the past year and have dealt, and I've dealt with like a mass exodus of followers because of that, right? Like I used to post like all Disney and Funko and like, that was it. And then I drastically changed to like other companies and like horror and that's not for everybody. And I get that. So I was like, there was a good year where I was seeing 
I was getting new followers, but I was losing the same amount because my account was just transitioning. Like all those people were filtering out and I was gaining new people that were into the stuff I was posting now. And it sucked, right? Because I felt like I wasn't growing and I, you know, there were definitely points and I put it up in my stories that I felt like down about it and whatever. But now that it's been like a year that I've stuck to this transition, like now I'm gaining followers and like the right people are finding me and the people who enjoy me as a person have stuck around, you know? So, um, I'm glad I didn't start a new account. I'm glad I never changed my name. That, that's what really kicked it off is when that guy said I should change my name. I was like, why? Pop doesn't necessarily need to mean like a Funko pop to me anymore. It means like pop culture, like popping off with the pop box. Like it's attached to so many things now. It's, it has a much bigger meaning to me now. You know, like I've invested time energy and, and money into that name, right? Like I've got merch with that name on it. Like, why would I change my name to appease other people? So yeah, that's what that was about. And I just was like, you know, I want to try and keep it positive and stay positive and not offend anybody, but also try to make people see like, there's other things you could collect. And it's okay if somebody doesn't collect the same thing that you do. Like, uh, it's just really, it's toxic to a community to be like that, you know? I, <clears throat> I, I couldn't agree with you more when, when I saw that, I was just like, you know what? Um, I hate. So one of the things when you first started talking, when you first started telling us about this is you almost had to put on your political hat for a moment. I hate that. And not, yeah. not saying that I, that I hate you. <laughs> now I'm putting on my political hat. Uh, <laughs> But I hate that we should not be censored for for what we love and what we're collecting. Yeah, like everything can be Funko. And some of these, you know, some of these Funko collectors need to realize that like they got they got to wake up and, you know, yeah, absolutely. Go crazy about what you love, but don't fucking shit on somebody else that collects something different. You 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 nailed it right there. You said we all collect something. It's a collector world. It's a collector community. There's nothing yeah. wrong with looking at something different or seeing something different. My, I know, like, I started out with the Funko community. The Funkoholics name started out as a Funko podcast. Now it's evolved. Now we talk action figures. We talk wrestling. We talk to movie stars. We talk to actors, actresses. We talk about movies. We have... You know, there's a lot of things that go on that we love, and you know, in 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 a way, I'm I'm glad I never <laughs> I never called the podcast Funk O Holics. I mm -hmm. when I was developing this name and I was kind of thinking about it, I was like, I just want it to be fun. I wanted I wanted to be like an alcoholic that needs fun in their lives, and Funko has fun in it also. But like I said, you know, it, it started out as a Funko podcast and it has evolved. I'm like money sold. Like I, I literally even like it was funny. Like I had Funko Pops where I was like literally three for 20. Or if you spend over 40 dollars at my booth, you're getting a free one. Then Sunday came and I'm like, spend 20 bucks and you're walking away with a free Funko. I cleared out a lot of my inventory <laughs> and I'm still continuing to get rid of a lot more because I'm bringing it down because I'm going into different things. 
And there's nothing wrong with that because I'm still a collector. Now, if I was just getting rid of everything, then it's like, okay, Nando, what's going on? Like, you're literally getting rid of your entire collection. And that's, you know, Funko, Mattel, Wrestling, Hasbro, Jada. Like, there's there's so many, you know, Hot Wheels. There's there's a lot. And I, and, and I love hand, having my hands in all of it because... When I'm at these comic cons or I'm or at these small events, I get to not one educate people, but I also get educated because everybody has a love and I love to hear their stories. Like they come to my booth, they're like, oh my God, those Super Sevens are so crazy. Super Seven is something, Marisol, that I had to educate a lot of people in the collector world or at the at these comic cons. About, I think. Super, wow! I think. Yeah. I think Super Seven might be something that's going to start catching fire in a good way. Yeah. No. Uh, for sure. I mean, we've been talking about Super Seven <laughs> for a long time now, like from the jump. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, it's. I I definitely agree with you because I get. Look, I talk to a lot of people on Instagram like about collecting stuff and. Um, I get a lot of questions about Super 7 or like what I think about Super 7. And yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that Super 7 is doing all the right things with the right licenses. And uh, yeah, I think people are, like I said, people are just growing as collectors. And like they, the thing is that they want that collectability that Funko doesn't necessarily have right now. Um, and I think so. I think that's part of people branching out. So they're like, okay, what's out there that that's highly collectible? Like, right? Because they miss that hunt, they miss that thrill. Um, and so, Super Seven, I get a lot of questions about. And I was like, look, if I had all the space in the world to collect Super Seven, I would honestly, because I have a few figures from Super Seven. And what I've learned is, I don't really like them out of the packaging, right? Like the whole point is the the backing and like the artwork on it, and that's and I, they display really nicely in that packaging, but. I don't have room to put up like hooks or corkboard or like stack them the way they should be on a shelf. And that's literally the only reason I don't get them, but I, I love them. Like every time I go to a store and I see them, there's always like one or two I want and I have to stop myself because I know I don't have a place to put them. But if you have room and you're looking for something new, yeah, super seven for sure is, is, is definitely an option. They make the box way too beautiful for you to take it out. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I took it out one time and I felt like shit, Nando. I was like, oh, why did I do this? Yeah. Like, how stupid. Like, I literally got so mad at myself. And if you guys know me, I take everything out of the box. And I felt stupid on that one, guys. Like, I was like, nope, nope. Wasn't supposed to do that. <laughs> Yeah, so I just don't have the room for them. Some of the other th the the other cool things that I got to see, or you know, just just you know, listen to and share, dude. I there was like older men that were like in their fifties, sixties, and seventies coming to my booth and checking out all the Hot Wheels, and just sitting there and shooting shit with them. And I was just like, this is fucking cool. Like when I get yeah. to that age, I can still be collecting. You know, like it doesn't hell. End. Yeah, look, I know a lot of people that are my age. Uh, that I talk to in the community that are really big in the Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels is has always been and is still very much a thing. It is. I'm I'm doing a fun thing too, where I'm starting to I'm I'm starting to do customs, and I are you? That's so exciting. I am. So 
I turned the mystery machine into a lowrider. I have three. I had four different variants. I sold ah. two of them at the Albuquerque Comic Con. One of the collectors was like blown away. He was just like, he's like, oh yeah. He's all, dang, you have a lot of mystery machines. I was like, they're lowriders. And he was like, what? And I was like, <laughs> I go, yeah, I go take a look at them. And he was like blown away. Like he literally told his wife, he's like, babe, you got to check this out. Like, these are fucking little riders. He's like, I'm taking one. So he's like <laughs> trying to decide on which one he wanted, but it was such a good feeling. I've modified the um, 66 Batmobile. I put low rider wheels on that. It looks very cool. I recently did the Transformer Bumblebee and it looks fucking awesome. So I'm having a lot, a lot of fun discovering new things. I never thought that I would be opening up these Jada boxes, which, by the way, guys, Jada makes very cool cars, and I did not realize the market for these, but now that I'm going in there and doing modifications to them or doing custom work, I'm having fun because this is something that me and my dad are doing together. He loves oh, to build so logos. Cool. I love to do collecting. Well, now we've kind of like met in the middle and we're building, you know, we're, we're, we're changing the wheels on these cars. So it's, it's the, the comment that I made on your post. <laughs> I mean, I didn't mean to be so straightforward, but I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was, I'm going to say it because for someone to come at you and shit on you for a joke that you put out there or, to get defensive about it or to fucking try and censor you. Nah, I'm not about that life. So if you guys want to try and censor the Funkaholics podcast, go for it. Because I literally said on Monty Soul's post, fuck them. Ride with the people that support you no matter what. And that's what it should be about. In the world that we're living in today, guys, you should be riding with the people that are like-minded. That support you no matter what you fucking like or buy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And this was somebody, you know, somebody I think that had recently started following me. And, uh, and then after we had that interaction, they were like liking all my stories. It got real trolly. And I was like, what are you trying to do here? And then I just, you know, and that's what I was like, I'm I took down the post. Cause like, not because of him, but I didn't want to offend anybody who, who didn't read the caption. Cause that was not the intention. And cause usually, you know, I've put up reels in the past where like, I make fun of like rewinds and not liking rewinds, but it's always been me in the reel. So you could see my expression and hear my voice that's sar sarcastic. Right. Um, but this is the first time I did like a meme reel where you couldn't like see the emotion and I, it just triggered people like they didn't get it. And, uh, anyway, and then I was like, I took it down and I blocked that person because I was like, you are obviously negative Nancy and I don't need you around and you're being weird now looking at all my stuff. Um, and yeah, like, no, I'm, I'm not down with that. And I'm very much of the mind now where I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'll keep the peace on here. I'm going to post my content and if you don't like it and you want to come and talk shit. You're going to get blocked because there's no room for that negativity on my page. Exactly. No, I'm totally with you. It's, it, like I said, you know, like for me, I love dogs so much. And a lot of the posts on the Funkaholics podcast are dogs. Like, you know, I want all the dogs to get adopted in the world. And, you know, I when I see a cat, I'm not a fan of cats, but I don't hate on people that have cats. Everybody has their own. Exactly. Thing. You know, I'm like, how dare you not have a dog in your family? Like, what is this cat that you have? 
I don't care, guys. I support that you have something that you love. I think it's great. I love to hear cat stories. There's cat videos that I watch where I'm just like, oh, my God, that's funny. But, you know, like I said, you know, we all have our things. And I, I, I just, to me, it's just like there's no reason that we should be divided when we're basically have something that's identical or not identical, but very like, or, you know, right. You know, the, the, the same, the same type of thing. And, you know, there shouldn't be, you know, there shouldn't be anything that, 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 that should divide us from that. And I don't know, like, I just found your post very interesting and I knew it was something that I wanted to add to the, to, to today's episode. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And it got a lot of the same feedback. Like it actually did like it's it's I'm getting I'm still getting comments on it and it's still getting shared around because obviously people in the community are feeling the same way um and I had a lot of people reach out to me after I posted that and comment on it the same thing that you did in agreement and that they were feeling the same way that some people were just getting really negative and like making certain communities toxic just because people don't like them um you know and uh yeah, there's just no room for it. And I'm kind of like collecting supposed to be fun. Collecting is a hobby. Collecting is an escape. And it's, it's also a chance to uh, connect with other people who are into the same thing that you are. And so there's just like the, the, the negativity around it. It's just so silly to me. And, you know, I get it. Like the Funko Funko has gone through a lot of things this past year and whatever. And so some of that is going to have people feel like they need to choose a side because we're in this era of like choosing sides for whatever freaking reason. And, um, but yeah, I don't have time for that. You know, like I, I just saw a post that this trackers put up, um, about this toy ghastly that I've talked about from mischief toys on here several times. And they just had their first figure in hot topic. And I guess Diz got one and he posted it saying like, oh, this is my first ghastly. So a lot. And then a lot of the comments were really positive. And they're like, oh, no way. Like, welcome to the new like obsession, dude, blah, blah, blah. And then this one guy, you know, for no freaking reason, it's just like, you know, like they're just way too expensive for what they are. Like, and you convert it to like Canada, it's, you know, $80, $90 a figure. And it's just not worth it. I'll stick to Funko. And, you know, there's like no reasons. I keep it to yourself, dude. Keep it to yourself. Like there's all this positivity happening on this post. And you're like, I, I, that line really triggers me. Like, I'll just stick to Funko. Like, like they think they're like giving you the finger by saying that, you know? And yeah. I'm like, and so everybody got on him. They're like, dude, leave your negativity out of here. Like, I'm sure you've paid way over retail for a Funko as well. Like, stop. That was uncalled for, you know? And I was like, glad to see that. Like, people were like shutting him down because I was like, yeah, I was like, you just came here to like start some shit. Like no one fucking asked you. <laughs> You know? Yeah, no. And I'm just so tired of people like that. I'm so tired of the trolls. I'm so tired of people that are just want to come and be negative. Like, sorry, but this is supposed to be about positivity. Oh, yeah. You get those keyboard warriors that just, you know, they've got nothing better to do in life than just to, you know, be stupid. And I, you know, there's, I, it's funny that this subject came up because, you know, right, like, Immediately right after I finished working a Comic Con, there, not everybody that comes to my booth likes what I have, and I'm okay with that. You know, there's some people that come in and they, you know, they make their comments, and I'm like, 
cool. You know, get lost. Or, you know, thanks for stopping by and taking a look around. I'm sorry that I don't have what you want. Or, and, and, and there was some, there was even some negative feedback where they're like, ugh. Like I've had comments in the past where there's like, there's just so much Funko. Marisol, there was literally like so many fucking Funko vendors that because I was like, I'm starting to get rid of, you know, my Funkos or, you know, my inventory and I'm, I'm narrowing it down. A lot more people were coming back to my, my booth and they're like, we've walked this whole event and we're seeing the best stuff that, you, or your booth has the best stuff. That's I, awesome. I always love to have a variety in there. You know what I mean? I always love to look around. I love to watch. And then, you know, and it's, it, it was letting me know. But it's funny because, you know, you, you will get those people that find, you know, they get that get offensive about shit. I had this fucking jackass. And I'll say it. Like, I don't like to talk shit about any of my customers. But this dude, like, fucking rubbed me the wrong way. So... He literally comes to my booth and he's like, how much for this Lamborghini? And I was like, $15. And he's like, $15. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, what the fuck? I'm like, those are like over 10 bucks in fucking Target. Like, and he's like, oh, well, I'm a Hot Wheels collector. So I know what the prices are. And I'm like, clearly you don't because you would have known what I paid for it. I'm like, I don't know if you know, but they didn't give me this spot for free. I had to pay for it. <laughs> like I, if I was just giving shit away for free, then how am I even running a business? Like how can I even turn this into something? And then I, like, I felt like I literally, so I, I got snippy with them and I told him, I said, you know what? You can just put it back on the rack. Someone else is going to come get it. And he kind of looked at me like, Oh, well, I'll just take these two for five. Of course you will. You fucking cheap ass. Like, I was like so like I I almost like got to the point where I was going to tell him like you know what just fucking take them and get the fuck out of here. Like you've already, you know what I mean, but I always have to remember like dude, you're a vendor, you're going to run into this, like you know, don't get worked up, don't get excited. So, I literally, you know, just bagged him up, took his 5 bucks, let him go on his merry way. But it's just when you when you get those type of people that's where it has to get to the point where we just have to learn to ignore them because <laughs> they're always going to be around yeah. no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Like there's always going to be that person. There's always going to be that person. And like, like I said, like the guy, the person that commented on my, on that post, like usually, and normally it's not like it's the first time somebody said something like that on a post of mine or whatever. Usually I'll just delete it and like block the person or like I don't engage and they don't do it again. Um, but it just, it just kicked off. Like, like I said, I had been had, had been having other conversations in the, during the week, uh, with people mentioning the same thing to me. So it just kind of like put the, put the nail in the coffin of like, okay, I need to address this kind of thing. Um, because it's obviously a problem that's happening in the community. So, um, let me, I'm going to put a stop to it like here on my page at least, you know? Um, but yeah, there's always those people, you know, and like you said, like I can only imagine like at conventions, like that happens all the time. You know, like there's people who just come out with the intent to do shit like that for whatever reason. Um, I don't know. It makes them feel better. I don't know what they're going through, but like, or like you said, there's people who really don't understand. It's like, they don't think about the fact that you paid for that spot and that there's overhead and it, you know, it took time and money to move your shit in. And, you know, it's going to take time and money to move your shit out. Like, uh, they don't think about that stuff. They just think, like, 
you know, it's here. I'm here with my money. You should give it to me at the price I want. <laughs> right. Yeah. The, you know, my, my, like, if you'll, you'll never sell it. My favorite one is always when they like think I'm overcharging and I'm like, look, I know the shit that's going to that that's hot. And I know the shit that isn't. I gave you a price where I'm only marking it up five dollars. Calm down. Like. The other stuff. Yeah, it's high. Like I literally I had one customer. He was like, hey, thank you for the explanation. He's like, I had no idea that you had to pay a $10 membership just to get access to this Hot Wheel. And then the price of the Hot Wheel is already $20 to $25. And then we're talking about shipping. He's like, so $40 really isn't that bad. He goes, I didn't understand that. He goes, and I he goes, I felt like an ass after you explained it to me. He goes, because you literally just educated me on it. And I don't, I don't ever have a problem with that. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, like I said, those ones that just come through and they just like you dropped a bomb on them (laughs) and it really isn't a bomb. It's a firework. They, you know, those are the ones that, (coughs) excuse me, drive me nuts. Yeah. 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 It's, it happens all the time, man. It's crazy. I, I totally understand. So. On a better note, <laughs> let's um, you know, let's bring the podcast back up. <laughs> we uh, we I, I think we exercised the demons here a little bit, and but I mean, Amani Sol, it, it it it's such a great topic to talk about because it it does go around a lot, and and the biggest thing that would upset me the most is for the people that you did say felt like they were being bullied or they just wanted to change their account so that those people would no longer bother them for, for the, for those of you guys that are going through that, just ignore them, hit the block or mute them. There's, there's, there's options that you have. You really shouldn't have to have to do those things, but they're there for a reason. Trust me. There's a lot of people in this world that I have as followers or whatever. And I mean, the great thing that I love about Instagram is you can only, you can always scroll past them. You don't have to sit there and, 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 and read the bullshit. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's been my feedback to them too. Like if we've been messaging about it. I'm like, no, like, you know, do what, what makes you happy, but like, don't feel like you need to disappear. Like a friend of mine, they deactivated their page for like two weeks and, and I got worried. I was like, I hope they're okay. And it was somebody who posted like a lot. And I know for years from the community. And so like I was reaching out to some other people and they were like, somebody like reached her. Right. And they were like, no, I talked to her like, she's cool. And I'm like, all right, good. Like, I just want to make sure she's all right. And then when she came back, she put up a story that was like, Hey, like, you know, I'm just so sorry. I'm just not into Funko right now. And, um, I don't want to offend my, my friends in the Funko community. If I like, don't like their stuff or if I'm not posting my Funkos anymore. And like, I really just want to post, um, you know, more movie stuff and like Disney, uh, like more video game stuff and like my Disney trips. Cause she, she goes, she goes to Disney a lot. And I wrote her and I was like, you shouldn't, I'm like, I hate that you even felt like you had to put this up and I hate that you disappeared. Like, you know, she, cause she was like, you know, I might just delete my account altogether. I'm like, why don't I'm like, the people who are here for you are here for you. And they're obviously, you know, you've always talked about these other things too. And we're here for it. You know, like if you lose followers, you lose followers, who cares? Like the right people will find you. But like, you know, I just hated that she felt like that, you know, like that, like that community would like turn on her, you know? 
Um, and there was a few other people I saw doing the same thing and, and that, so, you know, to those people, if you're out there and you're listening and you're, you're dealing with something like this, please don't feel like you need to appease anybody. Just do you ignore the haters. You know, you get them no matter what you do, just ignore them and do what makes you happy. Yes. Couldn't have said it better. Um, Marisol, there has been some news, and I know we're like a little late in the game because it is little old news, but um, I kind of wanted to see, since you're the original Scream Queen, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I wanted to see what your thoughts were on um, these new updates about the, what was it, Scream 8, Scream 9, I'm not exactly sure which one they're at, but... Uh, How dare you? It's Scream 7 they were talking about. (laughs) Scream 8, Scream 9. I'm I'm speaking into the future. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Two of the main girls that were on Scream Scream 7? Scream 6. Scream 6. Scream 6. They were in 5 and 6. They were let go. Um, Can you talk to me about your feelings on this? Uh, yeah, uh, definitely was a hot topic in the horror community and the screen community. Um, basically make a long story short for anybody who doesn't know, uh, Melissa Barrera and Janet Ortega were part of the new cast in the, the reboot, if you will, of scream five and six. And they were both the stars of those movies. And then scream seven was in the works and it was like, really close to like going into production. Apparently they had tapped like a really great director for it. Um, the rumor was that it was going to be set at Christmas time. So like the community was like hype, right? Cause we never really had like a, a scream and during the holidays, like it just, it, it had all the vibes we were looking for. Right. Um, and then they came out after, you know, everything that's happening uh, with Israel and Palestine. Uh, then there was news that all of a sudden Melissa Barrera was just dropped from Scream 7 for making comments about this conflict. Um, And I I don't want to quote, I don't know for sure exactly what she said, so I don't want to misquote it. But from what I read that they were referring to, it did not, you know, they basically tried to say that she was promoting like fake news and giving fake, like, you know, false statements and that it didn't sit right with them. So they had to drop her because they weren't going to stand for somebody promoting false conspiracies when i read the things that she had posted uh there was nothing there that was necessarily false right and she uh, number one also she is entitled to her opinion and it was not something that was hurtful to anybody um you know she wanted to raise money for a certain foundation which she still is and uh, i believe it was like the for children relief in gaza um and they just dropped her out of nowhere And it was really shocking because the community was like, you know, number one, it felt really drastic, right? Given again, like what she said, wasn't that out of pocket at all. Um, And everybody was like, okay, well, this is like the star of the movie. Literally. She is the main character. She's like the new Sydney in the movie. Right. Um, We're like, so that's messed up. And then three days later, Jenna Ortega dropped out claiming that she's filming the season two of Wednesday, and it just the the schedules conflicted, uh, so she couldn't do it anymore. But there was a lot of speculation that she, you know that was the the excuse that they used that she was not going to stand for this and be in this you know keep taking part in this franchise that did this to her co star, um, in which I don't blame her. 
So the movie's basically fallen apart and there is no Scream 7 at this point. The director a couple of weeks later dropped out and basically, you know, made a public statement that he let them know that this is now a mess and it's not okay. And he was very thankful for the opportunity, but he can't take part in this anymore because um, he doesn't agree with it. So uh, it seemed like an overreaction, letting go of Melissa. And my opinion, I have nothing to support this. My opinion is that whoever, you know, the backers and the investment, uh, the investors in this company uh, were not pro-Palestine or, or felt very strongly that, they, that she was not saying things that aligned with their view on the conflict. And to me, it sounds like they were like, hey, you got to get rid of this chick or I'm going to pull my money kind of situation. So because it felt really trigger happy to let her go. It, it made no sense. Um, so yeah, unfortunately that happened and it's really shitty and the community is very upset because she didn't deserve that. And she was, you know, carrying this franchise and um, yeah, it sucks. So the, the future of Scream looks like it would be with a whole new cast if they were to go forward with it, but where everyone's kind of like, how are they going to do that? Like there were so many loose ends with the four main characters that were in the new series of movies. Um, and uh, yeah, and it sucks. I think what they did was really wrong. She didn't deserve that. She was, she's great in those movies. Um, I really wanted to see where that storyline was going to go because uh, there was a lot of speculation about what part her mother played. We've never seen, uh, they play sisters in the movie. So we, we, and there's always a lot of talk about their mom, but we haven't seen their mom what we know is that their mother is sorry if you haven't seen a new scream spoiler alert her dad is billy loomis from the original scream skeet uh skeet ulrich so he came back in these movies as like a like a figment of her imagination like flashbacks and they mentioned the mom but we never see her mom so there was a lot of speculation that in the new movie that, that her, her mom would come into the fold in some way um and then that Scream 7 could wrap up the franchise really nicely. So unfortunately, we won't see that. A lot of people would like Nev Campbell to come back. And she was recently asked in an interview if she would come back. And she, you know, was basically like, uh, and if you guys don't know, she, the only reason she didn't come back to the last movie was because they refused to pay her. They were like, no, we don't feel like you're worth what you're asking. Uh, and she was like, that's unacceptable. <laughs> Um, so I'm not going to come back. And, uh, yeah. And she, you know, very well said was like, look, uh, it would have to be under the right conditions. They would have to make things right, which I have to imagine includes fixing things with Melissa. Uh, and she was like, and, uh, you know, I, I don't regret what happened because I asked for what I asked. And, um, if I was a man that carried a franchise on its back for 25 years, they would pay him that money. And I, I would like to be treated the same. And I was like, yeah, exactly. She really has carried that franchise since the first movie. Um, like she is the queen of that franchise. So people would like to see her back. Um, so I don't know, you know, there's always a possibility, right? Like, you know, especially in the horror genre, there's many ways to bring something back. Um, I, I hope they make it work, but yeah, it's, it's unfortunate. A lot of people were upset with the, how they treated her. That's where we're at. So, <laughs> um, yeah, the the moment that I started seeing this news and everything, I thought of you, and then I, um, I, I know you remember when I reached out to you, and I'm like, Monty Souls, like you know, let's change up, you know, the Funkaholic Fridays, and you know, kind of go into something different. And I knew 
you know, Scream obviously is something that you hold very dear in your heart. I mean, because you just gave us a wealth of knowledge right there, right there <laughs> that, um, that only a true fan can provide. Um, I will say this. I did watch the movie. Um, I have a bone to pick with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, the the scene where the 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 boyfriend whatever was getting was getting the shit stabbed out of him. So tell me this: is, is this guy such an athlete that he can like move his internal organs when he's getting stabbed? Because how the fuck did he survive all that? Oh, so like you know, <laughs> that's what I was thinking the whole time I was watching that movie. The thing they really really clung. To the idea of like not getting stabbed in a, in a major organ that you'll survive, right? Because like Jenna Ortega too takes some hits in yeah. these movies and it seems to be just fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> look, I, I will tell you this, and this has been the case <laughs> since the beginning of this franchise and a lot of horror movies, but especially in Scream, you've got to make a lot of allowances when you're dealing with. <laughs> the killer solely only using a knife, you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, I guess, you know, you get, it just, it's scream, right? So like anything's possible. And I think that that's what they try to do with that kind of thing is that they try to drive home to you that like anybody could come back. Anything is possible. Um, it wouldn't be a it wouldn't be a horror movie if you didn't have that type. I mean, if you're not exactly. if you're not yelling at the screen or you know having some type of issue with a horror movie, it's not a good one. <laughs> right, and there's always somebody. And, and, and there, yeah, exactly. There's always somebody who miraculously survives. Right, like not for nothing, the character of Gail Weathers has been in every single screen movie and has survived every screen movie right. and literally gets stabbed or hurt in every one of them. <laughs> You know, poor, I was telling my husband this the other day, like, you know, poor Dewey, okay? <laughs> like, Dewey, by the time the fifth movie comes around, is, like, literally, like, I think, like, missing some fingers and, like, limping everywhere and is, like, living in a trailer. Dude, like, decimate that character. Like, straight up decimate that character. <laughs> <laughs> and it just becomes, there's, I don't, I've always felt there's always been this comic relief to the Scream movies as well, where, like, they want you to laugh at shit like that. Um, so, yeah, but I definitely had the same thought. I was like, how is homeboy not dead? Like, they stabbed the shit out of that kid. And he was just, like, giving a thumbs up in the ambulance. He's like, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I think that happens in five and six, actually, to that same character. Yeah, like, um, so we have uh, I've, I've two, of my, two of my coworkers. We always get together for you know, sometime in October and I'll put the projector screen outside and everything. And <laughs> that, that, that scream was on the list that we we're going to watch. And I shit you not funny. So I was literally like, what the fuck? Wait a minute. <laughs> and like, and they started cracking up at me. Cause I was like, what the fuck is this guy? Like so in shape that he literally was just like moving his organs while they were stabbing him. And I'm like, Nando, I went to go see six by myself in the movie theater and literally was like talking out loud, like the same thing to myself. I was like literally looking around like to nobody. I was like, <laughs> I was like, he's still alive. <laughs> Oh, no my, way! Yeah, it was it was it was hilarious. But I mean, like I said, you know, if you're not shouting at a at a horror movie, you're not enjoying yourself or having a good time. So, 
Yeah, I mean, and these these movies too also made it a thing from from the first movie that like when they finally like get the killer at the end and it becomes like a famous line where it's like you got to shoot him in the head because if you don't shoot him at the head they're gonna get up and the killer always jumps back up after they fucking decimate this decimate them <laughs> unless you shoot them in the head. I think it. I don't know if it's five or six. Anyway, I think it was five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The crazy couple. They literally like burn this girl's head in a stove, bro. <laughs> Like, I mean, on an oven, like, she's, like, on fire, half her face, like, melted, and, like, they still have to, like, shoot her after that, because she's still going, you know? I'm like, how strong are these motherfuckers? Right? Oh, my God, I know. But it's, it's like, I don't know, it's like, yeah, like I said, like, it's just, it's become, like, a thing, like, they set that precedent from, like, the first movie, so, like, I don't know, so I can excuse it, like, I know there's gonna be some weird shit that doesn't make sense oh yeah <laughs> in every oh, yeah. screen movie definitely definitely you know what other movie did you see thanks uh thanksgiving i have not yet i have oh, it on my list right, to dude. watch and that I know is your next you talk- assignment that okay. is what we need to talk about in the next episode because fuck what a uh, what a good horror movie like what a great time it's a great time please watch it if you can I remember you talking about it in one of the episodes and I was like, oh, I hope she's not going to ask me if I've seen it. And you didn't, but now you caught up and you <laughs> and you asked me. Uh, yeah. It, it's, yeah. It looks very cool. I am um, I definitely want to see it. So, yeah, that one's on the list. We're, I'm actually like me and my coworkers, we're supposed to get together again and and do that. We're just waiting for the weather to get a little bit better. But that's definitely one that's on our list. Um, have you seen Terrifier? Okay, so I have not, and it's on my list. It's on my (laughs) list. I'm psyching myself up. So the thing is, it's hard for me to catch up on horror movies because of the kids. Like, I can't watch them until they go to to sleep. I got you. And I can't always, I can, like, going to the movies is, like, a very rare occasion for us because of the kids as well, like, unless we have a sitter. Like, Thanksgiving, we were able to go see because my mom was in town, and she was like, no, I'll watch the kids, like, go do whatever you want, so we went to go see that, and it was so great. That's, like, the last movie I've seen in theaters. Um, But I do have to watch Terrifier. Uh, My husband is now on board, like, with the horror movies. It's funny. When I met my husband, he was the one that was in the horror movies, and I wasn't. And now, like, it's kind of reversed. And I'm in the horror movies, and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, you never wanted to watch these movies when we first got together. And he was like, you hated it. He's like, and I got out of it, and whatever. So he made me – I remember when we first started, he kept talking to me about this movie, High Tension, which was, like, this French – it's this French extremist, like, horror movie – not French extremism, French extremism horror movie. It's a French film, but it also came out in the States. Um, and here it's called High Tension. And then I finally watched it. And he was like, well, you're going to watch horror and you're going to talk to me about horror. We're going to watch this movie. He's like, but I'm going to warn you, like, it's it's a lot. Like, it, like, I remember when it came out in theaters, I took my girlfriend to go see it. And she, like, didn't talk to me for a week. She just looked at me like, what the hell did you just make me do? Uh, and <laughs> What's we wrong with you? Again. Yeah. He was like, there, he was there. She was like, he was like, she literally was like, you're insane. Like, I don't know. Maybe this isn't a good idea. Um, and then we sat through it and I fucking loved it. And he was like, I can't believe you're watching this right now. And like, not being bothered. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've watched in years like this is so good so if you're into horror i highly recommend high tension um i I don't even want to give away just look it up you can find it um it's from the same director that did the remake of the hills have eyes okay 
Very interesting. Yeah. Very cool. Very good. So anyway, that's where we set the bar. So now I think because I watched that, I could do Terrifier and he'll watch it for me, even though everybody swears that Terrifier 2 will fucking ruin you. Um, but yeah, it's on my list. I got to watch it. I have to watch it because everyone's all hyped on three and I got to watch it. Yeah. Have you, you seen them both? I uh, Yes. <laughs> so if you want to get familiar with Art the Clown, watch Hollow's Eve first. That's where they first introduced him. Okay. Yeah. Then you'll get familiar with them, and then you move on to Terrifier 1 and then Terrifier 2. So uh, definitely okay. not one that you want to watch with the kids or anything like that or even introduce Art the Clown to the kiddos. Um, it's it's uh, He's intense. He's intense. I'll say that much. I am totally digging like the twisted shit that he does. So let me... Real quick story. We went to... Go see Terrifier 2. I shit you not, Money Soul. This kid, and I, it looked like a kid to me, like maybe 13, 14 years old. Did not look Oof. like a teenager. This kid was sitting next to me <laughs> and spooking me the oh, fuck out. Because no. they, the kid was literally doing the same mannerisms as Art the Clown and shit like that. And I'm like, and I'm Oof. like, I'm telling my friend Nicole, I'm like, Dude, what the fuck? How am I the one that got stabbed by this kid right here? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's way into this movie. Does not look like they should be here. Like somebody should have checked a fucking ID. And this kid is literally acting like the same type of mannerisms as Art the Clown. So I was like, some shit's about to go down. <laughs> Nando's going to either one, get run the fuck out of there. Or two, like <laughs> he's, he's, he's going to act on this kid. <laughs> So literally, like, I had my left eye on the TV screen, and then my right eye was just kind of, like, panning, like, you know, keeping this kid in my peripherals because it was extremely awkward. But, you know, it's one of those stories that just kind of makes it fun. You let your mind, you know, get to you, and, you know, that's that's part of the excitement when you're watching these horror movies, so... <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm psyching myself up to watch it, and, and if I, that, I, I'm just getting the, the vibe from everybody that I shouldn't, I probably shouldn't just like watch this alone. So I'm gonna see if my husband will watch it with me, because um, also my husband is very snobby about like horror films, so he will, you know, like he called, like he won't watch scream movies with me because he's like, don't bring me this Wes Craven candy coated garbage, okay. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. And that's when how the whole thing with high tension came up. He was like, let's watch a real movie like high tension. And then you talk to me about horror movies. And I was like, all right. So I think I've earned some respect getting through that movie and like loving it. So, um, yeah, I, I terrifier is on the list. I definitely want to watch it. Cause I mean, everyone in the community that's seen it, like absolutely like loves it. Right. Like art, the clown gets a lot of love. So I definitely want to do that. And I've also recently started, the it's like three films um i don't know who the director is i forget and it's something i should know because it's like really like a like a trendy name almost uh the the movies that are x pearl and then there's like the third one coming out oh okay yeah yeah i know which ones you're talking um, about so i started x i'm like halfway through x and then i'm gonna watch pearl and then i know the i don't know oh it's called maxine so it's like the last one that's coming out this year um, so I'm trying to get and watch those two movies so I can maybe see Maxine in theaters. Um, and so far, I really like those. I like the whole vibe of those. Uh, 
but yeah, I got a whole, I got so many horror movies on my list. I got to catch up with, but yeah, I terrifiers is at the top right now. Yeah, definitely check it out. I think your husband will enjoy it too. Um, yeah, it, uh, like I said, check Hollow's Eve first, and then go on to Terrifier One, Terrifier Two. Uh, I let me know when you finish those because then we'll we'll do an episode about them. <laughs> oh sure, I would love to. Yeah, it'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> um, we're gonna get out of movies real quick, and so a couple of things that I wanted to jump into and 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 just mention. So I know. I don't know if you'll be excited about this one or not, Marisol, but, um, you know, we've, we've talked about Monster High dolls in the past. We know they're extremely popular. Well, mm-hmm. they recently announced that they are now getting involved with MGM Studios to produce Wednesday dolls. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I have a feeling that's going to be, you know, one of those one of those hot items or those collabs where people are going to get really excited for them. Oh, no, it's going to get nuts. It's going to get nuts. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, you know what I do need that? And this is something I, I do want to talk about NECA tonight. Um, I, I the, what they have a set of Wednesday Toonie Terrors that are starting to hit stores. And I, Nando, if you see them, please, can you grab them for me? And like we'll figure it out because I fucking need them. They look so good. And like Toonie Terrors by me, it's like they don't get shit here, man. Like I don't find anything in the stores that's new. I feel like all these stores have been sitting on the same figures for like two years. I don't know if they just don't sell here or what, but yeah, the Wednesday Toonie Terrors look amazing, and I think they're just starting to hit stores. I got you. I will be on the hunt soon. And uh, I will for sure keep an eye out, and if I if I see them, I'll make sure I grab the mintiest ones that I can get my hands on. Yes, please, I love them. Forget even if they're minty, because those will come out of the box. Don't okay. even worry about it. Okay. If it's beat the shit and the figure is good, get it. Okay, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Toonie Terrors, there's been some really great ones that came out. One of uh one of the YouTube videos that we put out. I had uh I had found the jigsaw one from Saw. Oh, those look so good. I left it they behind look great. like a dumbass and now I haven't seen them. They're gone. I you know how many times I've passed it up, Nando? I every time I found one, I was just like it was one of those times where I was at the store for like something else and like just couldn't do it. Um and I regret it. They look cause they look really good. There's like a there's like a two pack, right? There's a two pack with that yep. one too. That one, yeah, they, it looks so good. Like, that's definitely one that's on my list to grab. But also, you know, what I did want to talk about with NECA is, uh, so I started noticing this with the Thanksgiving announcement. So they came out with a Thanksgiving line that you could pre-order on their website. And one of them was a John Carver Toonie Terror. And it sold out on the, the pre-order, of course. They still have some other things available that you could pre-order. But what I'm hearing from smaller shops is that NECA is doing this thing now where they're they're just making everything a store exclusive and not really shipping out to small stores anymore. Like they're only putting they're they're putting stuff up on their site first and then like Walmart and like Target might get it, but like if you're a smaller shop, like you could pretty much like forget about seeing it. I did hear this. I did hear this, and I've been watching very closely 
to to see if there's been anything else that's been coming up. But yes, I am hearing the rumors also. Uh, yeah. So I wanted to get your thoughts on it. Cause I was like, well, that's really weird. And I wonder why they're doing that. And I, and I think it's true because like there's a couple of shops I would deal with personally to like, that would let me know, like when something came in and now when I ask about it, they're like, don't even talk to me about NECA. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yeah, it's, it's bad. Like they're, it's, you know, they're just like cutting out the little guy and they want to make everything their own store exclusive. And then the problem with that is that I guess NECA is like notorious for like taking forever to ship stuff out. Yes, they are. Um, and a lot of people don't like to order from the NECA site. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to get your thoughts on that because I, I thought that was a really weird transition. I don't like it because what NECA needs to remember is that a lot of these mama and papa shops, like these smaller ones, they're the ones that help introduce and get the name out there for NECA. You know what I mean? Because not a lot of people are familiar with them. Even though, you know, they do have their sections like in Target and Walmart. But in all honesty, Walmart doesn't always put these out the best. They're always destroyed. People pass right past them. Yeah. Uh, they're always mixed in with everything else. Exactly. Um, they don't get the love that they deserve. Uh, Target, yes, there's you know there's a huge fan base for them and everything, and people are always after them. But these mama and papa places are the ones that really you know promote them well, and that's where you find you know variety or being like, oh my god, I've been searching all over the place for this. I've hit every Target, you know, and here it is. So I don't understand where NECA's going with this. I don't understand why they decided to go this route. Um, but it could it could leave uh, it could leave a really negative effect uh, on them. One of the other ones too that I that people don't realize is if you ever want to find NECA, go to Best Buy. No way, really? Yeah, <laughs> I never knew that. Yeah, even go to their website. You'll find a lot of NECA shit on there, which is which is always a challenge because or it's a nice feature because you can purchase through Best Buy online and pick it up in the store. Walmart and Target, you can never find them on the apps. And if you find them on the apps, it's from some third party seller. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Because I've definitely looked. I always look. Just to see. That is wild. Yeah, just a little hunting tip for you there. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I didn't know that. You are very welcome. Huh. But yeah, yeah. So I've been hearing there's some changes with NECA. And then, um, I don't know if you saw, I'm sure you did. Uh, there is, there was this like in the vault, like these Monday drops that NECA was doing called like from the vault or in the vault. Yep. And uh, people were really hype on it, and it ended up being <laughs> not so great. Um, apparently, they didn't drop anything that was like worth like being called like a like a vaulted item. And the stuff that they did put up, apparently, they were putting up at like aftermarket prices. Yes, that's so weird to me. That's so weird to me. What do you think about that? It's so I so I was re I was receiving the text messages and 
you know, the offers, like, you know, click this link so you can check out the Vaulted, blah, 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 blah. I went and looked at the first drop, and I was like, this is fucking, this is garbage. Nobody wants this shit. And, like, how how are you guys promoting this, promoting this as a Vaulted item and people to be excited for this? Like, that's uh, literally all this that they were promoting is shit that I see laying at the stores. You know what I mean? That are, you know, that have been kicked around or smashed or restocked, you know, or, or you know, just thrown anywhere. And I, to me, I, I was just like, wow, Neko, like, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, you know, we've been hyping you guys up so much because they have, I mean, in all honesty, they've been coming out with a lot of fire. Uh, a lot of the, uh, a lot of the action figures too, that they've been making. I'm just like, God, this, you know, this looks really good. It's, I it's it's really bad it's i don't know like it 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 almost it like it turns me off you know what i mean like i i I sit there and look at it and i'm like uh you know what it's i mean it's bad enough that these action figures are already like 29.99 in the store which you know for us collectors and you know for us that like to open them and you know do photography with them and stuff like that because they make the lines that the other, you know, like your Mattels and your Hasbro's and, you know, all these other companies, they don't build or they don't make them or they don't have the, you know, the licensing. We, you know, for that, for that community or, you know, those fans that, that go after these, you know, we, we depend on NECA a lot. Well, if they're going to start making it more harder or they're going to be giving us garbage, they're gonna be. They're gonna lose their fan base. Like it. It. It, it would be yeah. really interesting to see what the fuck they would come up with to grab everybody's attention after they've already kind of fucked it up. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was so crazy. I was like, "Who's making this decision?" And it was so funny because I saw like uh, all the. <laughs> Uh, comments on there it was like who's the employee that's putting their shit up for sale on, right. on the NECA on the NECA website well, the, <laughs> trying to sell their collection the other thing oh that, so funny the other thing that's funny too though I mean if you think about it Marisol like when we first started doing the Funkaholic Fridays and you were you weren't too big on NECA like you you know you'd see them, but then all of a sudden you started paying more attention to them, and then you're like, dude, they make some dope shit. And then you got involved with the Toonie Terrors, you know what I mean? So you've kind of evolved with NECA too. And how crazy for you to see this side now all of a sudden, you know what I mean? And it kind of gives you like, you know, like a bad taste. You're just like, okay, what's going on? Like I was starting to, you know, I was starting to jive and you know get you know start you know, to get into this line and then now look at what they're doing. Yeah. It really bummed me out. It really bummed me out. And like, I had just found like a store too, that was like getting them in. I had like a good relationship with, so I was like, Hey, like, what if you just like, let me know when you get too many terrors in, I'll just take them off your hands. And then they were like, we wish we could, but like, we haven't gotten anything from them in forever. And we don't think we will. And then they explained to me like, what's been starting to happen over there. And I was like, Oh, that sucks like shit. Uh, quick sidebar here. I'm on the Best Buy website. Holy shit. They have a lot of stuff. Which website are you on? 
the Best Buy website. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're checking it out. Very cool. <laughs> uh, they have a lot of stuff that I have not been able to find, like available for pickup. <laughs> no way. Oh my God. Thank you for telling me this. Cause like they don't have a lot of tuning tears, but they got a ton of ultimates yes. that I've been looking for that nobody has had. I think I've had a couple of these ultimates, no joke on pre-order from entertainment earth that they were supposed to come in like months ago. That still haven't hit. How do you think I found Ghostface? <laughs> yeah, he's on here. You he's guys on. see Ghostface. He's on here. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, my local. Yeah, I've been looking for this Christmas, like very scary Christmas Elvira forever, and she's on here for yep. pickup. This is crazy. Thank you. I am fucking ordering her tonight. <laughs> you are welcome. Wow. Yeah, it's funny because even the black dress Elvira, people are like, where'd you get it? And at first, yeah, I was it's like, on here. I was like, well, I really don't want to disclose, you know, where I find these things. Uh, but I was like, um, so, you know, like some people, you know, when they're real genuine and everything, I'm like, hey, let me send you some, let me save you some money. Go to Best Buy. You'll find them over there. I was there yesterday. They had three of them in stock. You'll be fine. Go get it. So, <laughs> uh but you know what I mean? Like I said, you know, it's just Best Buy is really great for NECA. It's it's there. I, I go over there and I'm just like, holy shit, this thing was like three years ago and it's and it's here in stock. So, yeah, uh, the Christmas one, I, I knew <laughs> I knew that one would be there. That's why I haven't, you know, terrorized uh, a Target or, you know, done the, you know, done the other, you know, collector sin uh order from ebay <laughs> so you know what i mean like I right. said, there's you got options <laughs> yeah no this is great thank you so much i'm like wow oh my god there's like at least three things i've been definitely like searching for yeah be careful because they have a lot <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot i know i'm like oh i could go broke right now yeah <laughs> my soul's uh, like Ooh, what's this uh zero zero percent for 12 months offer you got here best buy <laughs> You guys got a card? Yeah. What? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. Thank you. That's awesome. You're very welcome. Uh, you know, you know me. Just reach out to me, Monisola. Anytime you're looking for something or you need some info, I got you. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I really need to start hitting you up more for this stuff. Oh. Um. But yeah, yeah, that was good. That was a good segue because I did want to get your thoughts on the whole NECA fiasco. Yeah, with the the vaulted stuff. It's it's very yeah. It's it's weird. It's very interesting. I I'm gonna be watching. I mean, I still love NECA. I still you know there's things that I just see and I'm just like fuck. I want to photograph the shit out of that. Speaking of photography, um, I have not done photography in a very long time. Um, I need to light a fire under my ass and get the itch going again but i did want to say though you've been posting a lot of very cool content so oh thank you yeah i'm i'm still watching <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've been trying you know i've been like switching it up you know i could try to do like some cosplay stuff and um you know i'll do like collection shots but i like to do some some toy photography stuff still here and there. That, um, 
that recent post with the ghost face mask, is that something new or was that something custom? Like, talk to me about this one because I've never seen that one out there. The latest one, like the blinged out one? Yes, with the blood on it. Oh, yeah. Okay, so her there's a, her name on Instagram, guys, is Spook Show Sparkle. Uh, if you go to my page, she, you know, I have it. It's like one of the latest posts, and she's a collaborator on that post. So she makes these blinged out ghost face masks, but like she can legit do any mask that you want, like the Dead by Daylight one, you know, like anyone you want. And you just tell her what you envision and like, she'll make it happen for you. So I had been seeing her stuff online for, for a minute and I knew I wanted uh, something special for Megacon. So I reached out to her cause like, um, you know, there's a lot of people who do like blinged out masks like this on, on Etsy and stuff like that. But some of them charge like a hell of a lot of money or they take like a, you know, the processing time is a couple of weeks, right? Cause it, it takes, you know, they're doing this by hand. It takes a while. Um, and I reached out to her like maybe last week or like a week and a half ago. And I was like, look, I know it's super last minute, but, um, I really would like one of your masks for Megacon. And I have this idea, you know, I want like the basic white mask, but I want the blood drip, like a very specific way. Cause some people do it and they do it like rounded. And I didn't really like that. Cause it wasn't very like realistic. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I got you. She was like, I'll have it. I could have it to you next week. And like, she walked me through the whole thing. She let me pick the stones. She, uh, she was like, you know, she showed it to me before she started. Cause like she'll paint the, the blood, like the blood and the design first before she starts putting like the gems on it. And, uh, yeah, she's just great. Spook show sparkle is her name. And, um, yeah, and I was like, look, when you send it, I'll definitely make a post with it because, you know, I want to show it off or whatever. So, yeah, that's something. Like, it just came yesterday. She got it to me so fast, and uh, I was so excited to to post it. So I shot that today and posted it. I love that mask, dude. She did an amazing job on it. Like, it's flawless. It is flawless in person. Oh, you could tell, like, in the video and everything. And I was just like, oh, shit. I was like, look at Monty Soul. She's taking it up to the next level with his screen. But... I mean, that's that's one of the things that's awesome and, and, you know, that I love about you is you are not afraid to express and show what you love. And we know you love you, love you some screams. So, <laughs> yeah, just all the variants and different things that you're collecting. And I'm just like, oh, man, she's taking it to the next level. I, yeah, you know, like number one, like this whole, you know, scream thing has, you know, there's a lot of different collectibles out there for it. So it's definitely taken me down some like rabbit holes and introduced me to companies that I didn't know or never really paid attention to before because maybe they're coming out with something like, look at U2s, like U2s came out with those variants and like, I'm all about U2s now because they did such a great job with those ghost face variants. Um, you know, and just other companies that I've never really paid attention to. So with the masks, like, you know, I have, I have a ton of the masks that like fun world makes, but then, you know, I realized there's a lot of customizers out there. So I went down that rabbit hole and, um, and found her and, you know, and I'm also really very much about right now, like supporting small businesses, you know, like whenever I can, like, or like creators, I want to support that no matter what, because, it's important, right? Like it's a talent that not everybody has. And, you know, I want people to feel like they could start their own thing and do that. And that they see other people making it a viable option for them as a business. Right. So, so yeah, so I saw her stuff and like, and she's part of the horror community and all that. And it just made sense. And 
like she was just as stoked that I reached out to her that that I was like that I was to find her, you know, like she was just like, wait, you would like do a post with me? And I'm like, yeah, like, absolutely. So, yeah, it, it, it's good. And I, I can't wait to get more stuff from her. She does everything. She does like uh, she's she does a blinged out like old school scream phone, uh, like the big one um from like the first movie she does like the blinged out knives and like i said she's super talented and she's got such a variety of stuff that she could do for you like you could tell her anything and she can make it happen um yeah so i'm like you know i'm and i'm i just want to kick things up a notch i'm i'm very much into customs right now too like i like having one of a kind stuff um so i feel like this is this year is where i'm going to take things is more into like customized stuff mm-hmm. um it's so like another thing I got was like, you know, I collect Ghastly from Mischief Toys and uh, RJ Customs. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they've been doing, they do a lot of custom uh, Funkos and stuff. But like how I came across them is that they were doing custom chomps and you could order from their website, you know, and you could basically request anything that you want and they'll work with you to make it happen. And then they announced that they were going to do custom Ghastly. So I have a custom Ghastly on the way. It had just shipped. Um, I'm very excited to share, but there's a lot of people in the community that got one. So we've agreed not to show it off. And there's going to be a live stream with mischief toys where everybody's going to show off their custom. So I can't say what it is, but I'm very excited about that. And so I'm, I'm really big in the customs right now. Very cool. I love it. That is awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, like I'm looking at my collection right now, and like you would ask me a year ago if this is the shit that'd be in my collection. Absolutely not. Like it's so <laughs> wild to me <laughs> that we've gone this direction, but it's just it's great. I'm so happy with it. Like it's it makes me happy. I have like my designer toys. I've got my HMBRs. I've got my Gasleys. I have like a ton of my you know my horror pops out. Um. I've also recently started collecting and hooked up with this company called Squarity Cats that makes these really cool, cute and spooky uh, square plushes. So like they're meant to look like, I guess, like, like cats, like they have like the cat paws and stuff like that, but they look like horror icons. So there's like one that looks like Sam from Trick or Treat. And there's like one that's called, called like Ghost Puss that looks like Ghost Face and the different variants. Um really really cool if you guys go to my page i have a lot of that stuff up too um definitely check them out again another artist small business that is he's getting himself out there his name is kurt makes these amazing plushes and like uh he does kickstarters all the time for new designs and like that's been fun so i'm just i'm having so much fun with this collection right now i have to tell you that is really cool that is really cool and it it's awesome just to see, you know, you expanding, you know, with what you collect and all those things. So very cool. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. Um, Marisol, we're getting towards that, that time in the podcast where, you know, time gets away from us when we talk about what we love. Um, how about the last 10 minutes? We, uh, we we get that 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 request going and we play pod deck pod deck pod deck let's do it we play some uh pod deck so what do you want to start with first how dare you or what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) it's all coming back to me now let's do uh how dare you how dare you okay all right so i was shuffling and let's see all right first one 
Uh, have you ever had a one? Have you ever had a one night stand? Oh, come on. <laughs> Is that a yes? Yes. Yeah, uh, so, uh, yes, I have on my end as well. And, uh, the, the wonderful world that we live in, um, in dating and Tinder, uh, you would be surprised how often that can happen. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> oh my God. Let's pull another one. Here we go. Oh man. Why, why, oh why? Uh, what is your favorite thing about the gender that you are attracted to? <laughs> oh my God. Is this like the X-rated version that we got? Yeah. Here? What's <laughs> happening? I'm like, you know, my, my first answer was going to be very obvious. <laughs> the Brazzers edition. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess I don't even know how to answer that. Honestly, right? <laughs> I could, I could give you my, my first answer, or I could give you like a politically <laughs> correct answer and be like their brain, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we all know the answer to that. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh what if uh what is your favorite thing about the gender that you are attracted to? Uh <laughs> Oh you're you're sticking with it. You're going with it. Let's uh, let's hear it, Nando. Uh <laughs> oh. Okay, so I this isn't me being like a political one or anything, and it's actually funny, so I'll add the story that goes along with this. So I have a thing for eyebrows, and <clears throat> so I put a, a on my profile, you know, on Tinder, I put that as a joke, you know, I'm not interested in, you know, females that have eyebrows that look like a city worker did them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> apparently one of the girls that I matched with uh, took took offense to that. So we were vibing and then, you know, she basically said, she's like, well, I just recently read your profile and I find you offensive. And I'm like, well, what the fuck did I say? And she's all really uh, getting our eyebrows done by a, you know, a city worker. And I'm like, that's funny. Also, because some of, you know, <laughs> some women you see out there, the eyebrows are pretty fucked up. Like, you know, of course it looks like a city worker did it. Have you not seen the lines, you know, like, you know, when you're out driving, they're not straight or <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, she didn't like that much. She, you know, she, uh, what unfriended me or whatever, uh, unmatched me, but you know, <laughs> so one thing that I am, <laughs> I, I do love me some really nice eyebrows on a female. So, there you go. <laughs> There's one of the things. All right. There you go. That was, I felt like that was a real answer. I'll, I'll yeah. take it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. These things get us in so much trouble, Marisol. I don't know why we do them. <laughs> Shout out to the person that suggested the podcast. Yeah. The podcast again. <laughs> now I know why. Better enjoy this one. Oh, my God. Okay. So, uh, oh, this is a fun one. Would you stop talking to all of your friends for a million dollars? Yes. It <laughs> that was such a quick answer. 
I can make new friends. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a million dollars. I'm going to get new friends. <laughs> oh, you see, if, I, if I win a million dollars, I'm going to need rich friends. So yeah. bye. <laughs> Oh, uh, that is too funny. Uh, my my answer would have been yes too. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. Oh my god, that's hilarious. That was such a quick answer. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do two more and then we'll move on to what the fuck. Um okay, we're not gonna do this one. I think we <laughs> Um Let's see, that one's for a later a later one. Uh, what is the most embarrassing thing that has happened to you this year? We're not that far in the year. So has anything embarrassing happened to you? Anything embarrassing happened to me? Oh my God. I'm sure. I mean, embarrassing stuff happens to me all the fucking time. (laughs) Uh, yeah. The other day I actually... (laughs) Like two weeks ago, I went to the park with my girls and uh, I was just like, wasn't paying attention or like what, or didn't have like my balance about me. And I was leaning over. They were on like one of those like activity, like gyms at like the public park. Yeah. And I was going to, (laughs) I was going to, to grab one of the girls and I don't know why, but like, I, like, I just walked like straight into the, like the step and like fell onto it and it was like a holiday. So everybody was off from school. So the park was like packed and I just pretended like I wasn't falling and basically like did parkour and planked on, (laughs) (laughs) on the step. I don't, I don't, I'm sure somebody had to have noticed, but I totally played it off. Like, Oh my, (laughs) look at me planking. (laughs) <laughs> and then I totally had like a major bruise on my leg and my husband's like what happened and I was like oh I totally just like fell at the park and played it off like <laughs> like nothing he's like and he just sort of, he's like what the hell's wrong with you I was like I don't even I couldn't even tell you how it happened like that was the crazy part like like my depth perception was just off or something and I just like just fell over the platform on like the jungle gym thing oh my god and i thought in my mind i did it so smooth i know i look like an idiot it's like those uh it's like those videos that you see where people like all of a sudden forget the floor's gone (laughs) or like there's no floor there yeah that's exactly what happened except it was like in front of me and i and like i was like i just totally forgot it was there and just kept walking and like just fell and just like played it off like I was like pretending to be a fish or something. I don't know what it must have looked like, but I know one. There was like a, a little like one of the kids there turned around, and looked at me like real weird, like "What are you right? Like what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's nothing worse. I think I said when... something like really silly too. Like I was like, "Oh my," you know, like <laughs> <laughs> just to make it even more awkward. <laughs> yeah, like I was just like, "Oh," like looked around. Hey, that was a close one. Hey. <laughs> Yeah, and just like pretended like it didn't happen, but like it very obviously happened. Oh my god, that's too funny. I don't <laughs> think that I've had, I don't think I've had any embarrassing moments yet in 2024. I'm sure they're coming, but I can't think of any right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's too good. Uh, okay, last card for How Dare You. Ooh, uh, oh, oh, you know what? Both you and I are dark, so we're just going to roll with it. 
If you could choose a way to die, what would it be? <laughs> oh, God. The crazy thing is that I think about this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> we have got to take those screen movies away from you. <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's bad. You know, and the, so the, I'll tell you one thing about those screen movies is that like, I don't want to be stabbed to death because those stabbings take forever. Right. <laughs> apparently to kill you. <laughs> I was just rewatching the opening of, of Scream 6 where like, you know, it's like a really brutal stabbing because like as the Scream movies go on, I will say like five and six got way more way got way darker and the and, and they got gorier and bloodier in the last two movies, um, which is what I think a lot of people liked about like the new installments is that they finally kicked it up that notch. That everybody like wanted them to always do. Um Anyway, the opening of Scream 6, I mean, this chick is, like, stabbed, like, to death, literally, like, you know, for, like, a good, like, six minutes. He's, like, going at her. And, like, and I was just like, God, what a terrible fucking way to go, right? Because right? you're just, like, alive for all of it, right? Like, she's just looking at him the whole time, still alive, like, please, like, what's happening? Until he finally, like, slits her throat or something. So I was like, okay, I don't, I don't want to go out that way. I honestly think I'd I, like, I was like, I'd just like to go out with a quick gunshot to the head <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Make it fast and quick, please. <laughs> Make it fast. Like just straight to the head. Don't shoot me a bunch of times. I just wanted to like, I wanted to be like, Zoop. <laughs> lights out. That's it. At least that's how I imagine it. Just like lights out, you know, like that's what it always looks like. I don't know what it's really like, but I'm just like, I just want to instant. If I, if I was going to go out violently, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and we're talking horror movies here, Nando. <laughs> Let's, oh my god, this is too funny. Uh, I mean, for me, yes, I agree with you. I would love for it to go as fast as possible. <laughs> I don't want to sit there tortured and like waiting. <laughs> yeah, like I don't want to wait. I don't want to be like forced to like watch anything. You know what I mean? Like I, yeah, like, I, don't want- I don't want to be tied up and like forced to watch something. Like I just. Just take me out, like you know. Yeah, put me out of my. Misery. I don't want to have any thoughts about it. I don't want to go out like saw. Just. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to yeah, play like a game. I don't, <laughs> don't want to watch like other people get murdered in front of me. Like I just, you know. Yeah, I definitely don't want to play a game. <laughs> quick and easy, <laughs> quick and easy. I'm with you. For me, probably just let me go on my sleep, and we'll call it. <laughs> well, yeah, that too, and that I mean. Yeah, that option would be so, ideal. So let's like, make, let me just not wake up. <laughs> let's make this a little bit more fun. If you were in a horror movie, how would you want to go? All right, that's different. So if you're in a horror movie. <laughs> we're going to get this gory scene with my soul. <laughs> oh, dude, if you're going to take me on a horror movie, I want to be like tortured, played a game with, and then like decapitated somehow. <laughs> Uh, uh, see, so that for, for me, if I was in a horror movie, yeah, I just cut my fucking head off and let's call it a day. I don't want to be the dude that like gets the fucking chainsaw stuck it jammed in his stomach or cut down the middle yeah. or no, no, no. I'm not trying to do all that. Like, I don't want to be like gutted, yeah. you know, like I, I don't, yeah, I don't want that. I don't want to be that person that has like the organs spilling out. Like, but I, I, I would like to play a game. I'd like a good scream sequence. Uh, uh, and I'd like to be decapitated <laughs> yeah, quickly, that, that would be but not too quickly. I'd like, you know, I'd like some screen time, but 
Oh my god. That's too funny. That's too funny. These are good. These are good. <laughs> All right. Real <laughs> we're gonna do a couple of what the fuck and then we're gonna close the show. <laughs> okay, let's see what we got here. Here we go. Uh what the fuck? If humans came with a warning label, what would you say? I think we've done this one. This one sounds familiar. If humans came with a warning label, what would I want it to say? What would you want yours to say? Don't come too close. Uh, yeah, like don't come too close or I'll bite you. That's my <laughs> warning label. That's like don't label. invade my personal space. Like don't like just don't breathe on me. <laughs> I don't like people get real close. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God, dude. I had a cousin that was like, will bite. That'll be the warning. They like, will bite. There you go. I like it's that. Provoked. <laughs> you know how like they have the sign, you know, don't feed the animals or anything like that. That's probably what mine would say. <laughs> don't, you know, like don't poke the beast. Like, you know, just, be mindful of your space. That's, that's yeah. yeah. Or that's, like, instead of beware of dog, like a mind would be like, beware of cunt, you know, like <laughs> don't, don't get her started. Don't get her started. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is <too> good. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Here's, a, here's another one. Uh, we've done that one. That one, I remember that one. God, these cards almost feel like... <coughs> and I shuffled the shit out of them. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know about this one. <laughs> Hit me. Oh, Jesus. Uh, let me see. Okay. Uh, okay. It's almost... It's literally like the same fucking question, but they just changed it. So the first one was, where was the weirdest place you had sex? Uh, this one is, where is the strangest place you've urinated or defecated? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know why we bring these cards out. <laughs> God, this is a horrible answer, but like, I can assure you if it was in a weird place, I don't really remember it because I had to be like shit faced to do it. And I'm talking about urinating. I don't. I don't think I'm defecated. Like <laughs> anywhere weird like that. Um, but like urinating. Oh, I've definitely pissed in a cemetery. <laughs> I have pissed in a cemetery, you guys. He almost oh, said it like you've so done this evil. a couple of times. <laughs> okay, so you want to hear something crazy? I'm all so kind of. So I kind of have. Um, so, all right. This sounds really messed up. God, I'm going to go to hell. Um, I can't believe you're making me think about this, Nando. So growing up, so I grew up in a house that was across the street, literally from an old cemetery. And that old cemetery, like when I say like an old cemetery, like it was like a, probably a nice cemetery at some point. And then they like started building up this neighborhood where they built these houses that like me and my family eventually moved into, except obviously you can't touch a cemetery. Right. And, but the cemetery was not being taken care of anymore. Like obviously whoever owned it or whatever, like didn't own it anymore. So like it became, it looked like woods. Like if you look from the outside, you did, would not know it was a cemetery. That was a fucked up thing. It was just, it looked like a wooded area. 
There was no gate. There was no nothing. People could freely walk in and out of this. And it was all woods except for like a small walking path that went all the way through. I mean, these were graves from like the 1800s, Nando. Oh, my Um, God. Yeah, now that I think about it, this is some creepy haunted shit. And I like when I tell you my house is directly a stone's throw away from the cemetery, it was directly a stone's throw away from the cemetery. Um, so I grew up across from these like haunted ghosts, like, you know, legit. Um, anyway, uh, growing up, you know, when it, it when I was younger and I, maybe you could agree, you know, a popular spot to go and like have drinks and party would either be like in a public park or in a wooded area. And sometimes that would be this cemetery, which is so messed up to say, and like, obviously as an adult, I would never do. But like, as a kid, it was like, that's just, it was there. It was in our neighborhood. That's where you'd go to like hide from your parents and like smoke a cigarette or like get drunk. <laughs> and, uh, I've definitely taken a piss in that cemetery as well as many other people, because you were probably out past the time you were supposed to be out. So you couldn't just like go into your house. The minute you went into your house that you were in, Right. Yeah. Because uh, your parents would be like, oh, what the fuck? And, you know, it's late. Like, what are you doing? Like, uh, there was no going into the house and coming back out. So we would pee in this in this cemetery. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I'm, sorry to everybody in that cemetery. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so glad that you explained because in the beginning of the story, you're like, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, like I could toss a rock, and that's how far away we were from the cemetery. And I'm sitting here, right? And, and then like, you're like, "Why did you just go to your house?" Yeah, I was and like, pee? Why did you? <laughs> no, no, that's why I had to explain that. I had like yeah. let me explain that I was like out way past the time I was supposed to be, and my parents were probably already sleeping. But if they heard me come in, like there was definitely no coming back out, oh, which is why God. we would just pee where we were. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, that's uh, uh, that's a good one. Um, God, I know I've I mean I've pissed in a lot of places, but I don't know what one that's like strange or that I found strange. Um, <laughs> uh, I guess I'm like a dog. I just <laughs> uh, what the? <laughs> no, I can't really think of any. Well, Great. Okay. Let, me, just, let me just hang out to dry as being the person <laughs> uh, that peed on the gravestone. Okay, I'll help you out here. So uh, a buddy of mine, uh, uh, he's gay, and he would always go to the clubs, you know, that we would go to. So, you know, one day I was like, I was like, you know what, Dom, like, let's go to yours. Like, you know, let's go to your club. So, <laughs> go to your club. Yeah, this is so funny already. All right, go on. So I'm like, you know, just to show support and everything, you know, because I was like, you know, hey, you know, you're always going to our clubs, you know, let's go to yours. <laughs> so the 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 place is like, okay, they have unisex bathrooms. That was strange for me, and there was no fucking doors. Not yeah, even, no, I've been yeah. to many a gay club. You know, I, I understand. Not even on the, the stalls or anything, you know what I mean? So everybody's just, you know, freewheeling it or, you know, people are sitting on the toilet shitting. And I'm just like, okay, so I'd, I'd probably say that was the more strangest place for me to take a piss. Like, especially, like, 
walking in and seeing somebody just sit on the fucking toilet that you don't even know who it is or, you know what I mean? And then the fact that there's no privacy, there's no doors, you know, nothing like that. I was just like, wow, this is, you know, this is definitely a new experience for me, but definitely one that was strange to me at the time. But then obviously I got educated and you know what I mean? So it's, <laughs> it, <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, I tried helping you there, Marty's Soul. I don't know if it was the same. <laughs> I don't know. But... This just went down the whole other set of things. That... <laughs> But I appreciate the effort. <laughs> I tried. That's uh, really the only one that I could think of. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, uh, I, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of other places I've taken a piss, but none of those ones felt the strangest. But I don't know. Like I said, I, 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 I sometimes I might feel like a dog, and I'm just not embarrassed, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm like, uh, <laughs> it's like on. Uh, <laughs> Oh, what's the what's the movie with Adam Sandler where he's all, "What are you looking at? What's your name?" He'll write it on the wall. I'm that I'm that guy. <laughs> just, if I gotta go, I'll just go. <laughs> oh, how funny! <laughs> oh my god, last one. Let's see how this goes. Oh boy, I am having fun though, knowing that Monty Soul is the one that's got all the stories this time around. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> okay, uh uh what's up what's up with all this public shit? Uh let's see. Uh that one sucks. <laughs> this one's so fucking random, but I'm gonna go with it. Uh, would you rather sleep wearing handcuffs or a bike helmet? <laughs> oh my god, that is so random. Right? Who wrote this one? <laughs> I'm gonna go with handcuffs. Ooh. A bike helmet seems so. <laughs> <laughs> a bike helmet seems very uncomfortable. Not that handcuffs seem comfortable, but I can see myself falling asleep more easily with handcuffs on. <laughs> Than a bike helmet. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I move a lot when I sleep, so I'd pro- I'd probably be I'd probably be better off with a bike helmet. What the uh, <laughs> the bike helmet? Right, make me look like the weird one with the handcuffs. <laughs> Today is your day for Poddex, buddy soul. <laughs> I mean, yeah, handcuffs. Look, look, handcuffs wouldn't be that far into me. A bike helmet would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my god, the back of my head is hurting so bad from laughing. So <laughs> you're on a roll today. <laughs> oh my god, this was a good one. Woo! <laughs> the, what a, we have to do this more often. We have to incorporate it. We do into the it's, podcast. It's a must. <laughs> Oh my god, it's gonna be fun too. We get like other guests in here. <laughs> They're gonna be yes, like, what yeah, the fuck for is sure. wrong with these two? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't sign up for this shit. <laughs> oh my god. Marisol, before we close out, is there anything that you wanna leave us with before we uh before we go? I did, I did. So I got a serious note because I know there are somebody they are they are somebody who listens to the podcast uh religiously. I wanna give a quick shout out and you know him, I wanna give a quick shout out to Dale. Um, I love Dale. 
Dale's the best and he always listens to the podcast. He's such a sweetheart, but I, I did receive word from Dale today that he is dealing with some health issues, unfortunately. No. And um, yeah, I, I think everything, I think I am hopeful everything will be okay. But Dale is undergoing some surgeries and I don't want to, you know, specify or anything. Cause I don't think, you know, he, he shared this with me, but I know that he listens to the podcast and maybe he'll listen to this in the middle of this and it'll bring him some, some, positivity so i just want to let you know dale that we're thinking about you and we're wishing you the best of luck and a speedy recovery absolutely dale i've got you in my prayers praying for a speedy uh, recovery obviously um we need you around bud so you get better as soon as you can anything you need feel free to reach out yes for sure so we're thinking about you buddy absolutely Oh, um, ladies and gentlemen, that's all we've got for you. Marisol, thank you so much. This is so exciting. I always like, I don't know if I have like amnesia, but I always get super excited when you and I are together on these episodes. We have so much fun. It's such a blast. And then, like I said, it's, uh, it's finally uh, getting a little contagious because people are talking and that's the beautiful thing about that. That's the icing on the cake. So let's keep this thing going. Let's, um, let's brainstorm. Let's get some things together. Let's put more awesome content like we usually do out there for all of our fans and let's rock and roll. Let's do this thing. Yes, for sure. For sure. Awesome. Look for way more content from us in 2024 for sure. And thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys. Absolutely. We cannot do this without you guys. So I am going to stop rambling because I always do that at the very end. And I keep trying to tell myself not to do that, but I always figure out a way to do it. So here's my exit. (laughs) 